What is up, everybody? It is the Make It Happen podcast with myself, Nolan Olin. Today we have episode number two, part number two of the interview with Officer Randy Moore. This will be me asking my questions at the end of the interview. There's some incredible stuff specifically at the end of the interview, so stay around till the end. Um, He says some stuff that really has stuck with me since that day all the way back in uh, September. So um, absolutely honored to have him on. Like I said before, thank you guys so much for the support. DM me, let me know how you're liking the show, continuing to try to improve it, get it better. It's growing and I'm super grateful for that. Please rate, review, share this around. Thank you guys so much for the support. Again, enjoy the episode part two, Officer Randy Moore. Here we go. Just like, wow, you go from here to there to having things to losing everything. Just an incredible story. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I really was very, very curious about, especially listening to the other interview you did, is you talked a little bit about love ship. And, you know, that's kind of your thought process with things um, in terms of leadership and stuff. And I just, it's amazing. Like, how do you get to there coming from where you came from? These people kicking you on the ground people coming at each other's necks and I know that you had your family you know I'm, you guys were super tight but like that was a dog eat dog world mm-hmm. and how do you come to realize like like love is is the basis of every every good change you know like where does that come from um it, well first it stems from a statement that so when I got saved I really got saved so I went from like once from being a bad guy to a good guy like I got saved, and so I started loving. And so my pastor said something to me, and he's he's um, um, he's he has dementia now. He's living in spoke in Moses Lake, but he says, um, "Love is the axle grease of life." I'm like, he's an old country man too, yeah. from North Carolina too. He said, "Love is the axle grease of life," and so with love, it can it can help all things keep moving and mm. going and stuff like that. And so uh, when you talk about, um, how did you say it? I said it in the podcast, like shit, love ship? Love ship. Love ship, right. And so love ship is, I believe, it's it's the heart. And, and how did that happen? It's like it happened to me first. So you can't show anyone love until it first happens to you. And so because it was shown to me in such a way that um, the people who were showing it to me, like the people in the church, they looked past my faults. And then um, as God looked past my faults and everybody looked past my faults and seeing my need, they didn't look at what I've done. They started looking at who I could become. Mm. And so when you look at people that way, um, and that's what I look at when I'm my leadership and and. And when you were sitting here, I was responding to uh, someone that I'm mentoring in leadership. And I was wanting, wanting her to reflect on the email that she sent. And so I, I asked questions. What do you think about this? And things like that. And so, because so, I'm not looking at what she's done. I'm looking at who she can become. And mm-hmm. so that's love ship. Because cause I, I, I teach that leadership is not like ship, but it's love ship. And so it has to be a, a matter of the heart. Because um, when you're management, so they say management is leadership, and I, 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 I agree that there are 
times where you have to manage and you have to make sure that these par parameters stay, that these things stay within those parameters. But when you're talking about um, leadership, true leadership, it's loveship, even if they go outside of the parameters, you have to be able to speak to them in their language to be able to bring them back into alignment without it feeling like it's punishment. And so that's the love ship. That is talking with them. That is that is that is mentoring to them. That is that is talking to them about who they are. That is that is investing in them and 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 helping them uh understand that they have value to add. And, but how do we get that value out? Because we all have value. And so and that comes to the, my other piece in leadership is digging for gold. Everyone has gold. Everyone has it. And when you find gold, it's not just pretty like it's all cracked up to be. It's you have to, you know, put it some heat in it. You have to clean it up and take out all those impurities. And, and then it becomes something of value. And so with love ship, that's what happens. You have to look at a person. If you're going to mentor them, where's the value? And you have to dig and you have to have conversations. You have to look, you have to observe, you have to, <clears throat> you know, it's, there's so many different ways through their writing, through their words, through their actions. And then you're like, that's it. Now I know. And then you start to feed them love. You start to water um, that aspect in their lives. And then it starts to come alive. And they're like, I'm like, see, see, that's you. That is what you were created to do, is that. And so I know my calling in life is to help others become a better version of themselves. That's mm. love shit. It can only be love. It's not, I can't just like you and help you become a better version of yourself. Because when you do something that I don't like and I get upset, I'll take my likey happy butt because I, I liked what you were doing and I'll leave. But when it's love shit, I'm going to stay there even if I don't like it because I know what you have in you. I know the value and I'm going to, and I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to help you see that. And, I, and I'm going to help. I'm a, I, I want to try to accomplish that for you. And I, I want to help you with that. And it goes beyond what I like. I got to have a passion. I got to have love for you. Um, Jesus Christ loved us before we even knew how to love ourselves. Died a, died a, 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 a horrific um, death on the cross. With scourge, which means a whip with metal hooks on it. And theologians say that the hooks, they ripped his flesh so much that when he got on the cross, you couldn't even identify him because he was so disfigured. But we see all these pictures that he looks like he's just in his hands and his just nails, but he was disfigured. He was ripped apart. If they hit me with a whip right now or with a hook, I'm going to be like, man, what you want? Take everything. Don't hit me no more. But they beat him in certain spots. They kept beating him. So that's the love, man. That's the love. Despite how people treat you, you're still willing to help them. I have a, I have a, I have a, my second in command right now. Um, he's like, man, I don't know how you do it. He was like, man, you ran. 
I was just there when they were stabbing your back yesterday, and now you were just here talking with them, trying to build them up. I said, it's love ship. It's not like ship. It's not like ship, you know? Um, I can't just, I can't, I can't just, love ship doesn't mean that I like you today and I hate you tomorrow. Love ship means that, you know what? I may not have liked what you did, but, man, I still, I still got to help you out. I, I, I still have to do that. And so, yeah. So, so I, it's, it's, it's deep, man. Love ship is deep. It's deep. And, um, when people say, um, leadership, I tell them right after where they say, Oh, leadership. You got to do it. I said, leader, I said, likeship is not leadership. I said, you're talking about likeship right now. You're talking about everybody doing good things and, and they always do this when they do that. No, that's likeship. But leadership is love ship. Mm. Really, really cool. Yeah, you talked about the downtimes of Texas. I think that that is such a like a crazy part, and it's I think it's such a key part in a lot of people's stories. Like they find their way, and then you lose your way, right? And it's like like life life happens for us for a reason, right? And God was putting that in your life for for a reason too. Uh, you know, kind of along the lines of that love ship. You talked about like dignity and respect yeah. being your core kind of your core tenets of things, mm-hmm. and. Same thing, like, how, how did that come to you? Because you you could have chosen so many different meanings to take out of the things that had happened to you, you know, all the stuff that God's um, put you through, and especially, like, when you got beat and stuff, like, that is such an incredible story of how, like, you know, you chose anger. Like, why now are you, like, and you kind of talked about it already with the love ship stuff, but, like, how, why are those kind of your core tenets of how you how you deal with people and stuff and how did that come to you yeah yeah you know and i always tell everybody you know you know treating folks with dignity and respect so every contact so it it started the dignity and respect thing started when i got into law enforcement and i got into law enforcement not to as everybody else would think but i wanted to make the playing field even i wanted to be a person that would be there I saw that where I came from, I saw it way, way uneven. The scales were uneven. I saw people of color, black, Mexican. I even saw, I've seen some white folks too. If you were poor, white, black, whatever, the police, they didn't care for you. But if you were on the other side and you were, and, and, you know, and you had money and stuff, you were okay. But if you but if you were of low 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 income class or whatever, they wouldn't treat you with respect or dignity. And so, um, I noticed that when I um, when I met everybody, when I when I made contact with gang members, dope people who was on dope and anybody, I treated everyone with dignity and respect. Meaning that I made them feel like they were the most important thing at that time and that I don't care um, if your um, porch is falling down and you got roaches and your home is messed up when I would go into their homes and have to deal with stuff I would still respect them and treat them like hey you know and they they like it like if none of that ever mattered I saw it I saw it it's okay to see it but don't allow it to affect how you treat someone. Mm. You know, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you see it. But that's for us to understand that 
there's a why. There's a why. The reason why I'm here. There's a why of the behavior. So it's there for you to read. It's there for you to see. But don't, don't evaluate or don't judge the person on what you see. Because oftentimes when you do that, you're going to miss the mark. And so if we go in uh, with doing, and I teach this, the three R's, doing the right thing for the right reasons, you're going to always get the right results. And I tell my team, the only thing that you can control is your fed, 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 your focus, effort, and discipline. And so I control that. And then with all those in check, now when I'm going into this contact, I'm going to treat everyone with dignity and respect. And I want to make sure that all of that is intact when I, when I, when I approach and when I leave. I don't want anyone to feel that their dignity and respect is not intact. I want to leave it intact. Mm. I want to leave it intact. I want to let them know that you're good. I don't care even if, man, I done led people to the Lord in my car, taking them to jail. Yeah. Yeah, this one lady, I said, a bunch of people, the last one was this lady. She was drunk in Texas going to do, uh, she was going to go did 10 years because of something. She had so many DUIs. I, I arrested her. And she was going off screaming and stuff. I said, you know what? Right before I got to the Sally Boy, I stopped. I said, do you want to change? Because this is ridiculous. And she said, yeah. And I led her to the Lord. And she walked in that freaking jail and was sober as hell. She was drunk as hell. And by the time we walked, I led her to the Lord. And by the time we got into the Sally Port, because they had all these people there because they thought that she was going to be crazy. She got out walked. And they were like, hey, man, she's not drunk. It's crazy stuff, man. I've seen God do a lot of different things. So I say all that to say is that, um, yeah, treating people with dignity and respect, that's part of love ship too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if you do that, there's always two sides to the coin. It's always two sides to the coin. Um, and, it's, it, and, it, and, it's, and it's our biases that get us in, into problems. Yeah. And so, and, and the unconscious biases, uh, the ones that you don't see is the stuff that really gets us in trouble because if if um, if I'm encountering a student or accounting encountering somebody based upon their actions, they're like, they're like, what the fuck, man? Whatever, you know. I'm, you know, other guys be like, calm your ass down, get on the ground or whatever, and I'm just like, I'm looking, I'm like, why is this cat tripping like this, right? It's like, but that's just me. I'm different. I, I, I'm cool. I'm like. I ain't threatened by anybody doing anything. I don't have I don't have pistols. I one thing I didn't tell you, I had a dude, man, I was going to re-up. And I was doing my thing. My my homeboy took me to this house to re-up. And this guy didn't even know me. He was like, hey, I don't want him in my house. He's like, oh man, that's Kate Rand, he's cool. And uh so we leaving. We got our stuff. He's like, hey man, don't bring that nigga here no more. And um and I looked back and I was like, He's like, what? He's like, you think I'm funny? He went like this. He said, nigga, I'll kill you. 357 pointed right in my head. And I'm looking, I'm like, and I, just, and I just walked out. And then that joker became cool with me. It's crazy stuff. So anywho, anywho, anywho. I'm so 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 I don't fear any I don't fear people. I don't I don't have people shoot at me, man. I can hear I know what it sounds like to hear bullets whiz by my ear. Yeah. And nobody even in like, like, really? Like, that's too close to for comfort, man. And so, 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 so when everybody's getting all crazy, 
based upon my experience and everything I've been through, I don't trip. But I start looking at why. What's going on? What's going on here? Um, yeah, how can I um, help a person become better? I'm going to share something with you that just happened yesterday. Um, it's on the lines of this. Um, there's a person in my organization um, went behind my back. I was mentoring these individuals for leadership. Went behind my back, um, started stirring up discourse, confusion. They ended up getting into something. We had to deal with that um, through an organization. And they were on leave for a while. They got cleared. And I sat down and had a conversation with that person. And I said, what I spoke to you in the beginning, you still have that in you. Because I, I was mentoring that individual. And I said, you see that individual right there? The one, because I only, I only mentored two. I said, you see, where, where is the one that I that was mentoring? The other one. Oh, yeah, I see. He's my second in command now. I said, you were supposed to be right with him. So, I want to know, how do we rewrite the narrative? Because we got to rewrite this narrative because you still have leadership in you. Mm -hmm. But they're looking at what you did. I'm looking at who you can become. So, how do we rewrite it? We sat here for a whole hour yesterday discussing it. And we came up with it. How do we rewrite it? And God just blessed the Holy Spirit. Just was actually, she said it, and I was just like, "What?" She said it. The very thing that got her in the into the it. I said her. The very thing that got that individual into that situation is the very thing that that person needs to focus in on becoming a teacher in. But how, because how better to be a teacher of your mistake and have a platform to be able to teach others that don't do what you did? Mm -hmm. It's huge. And I was like, whoa. Because there was a certain protocol to use that wasn't used during that time. But now it's, this person can speak to the fact that if you don't use it, this is what can happen. Mm -hmm. But I'm here to teach you how to use it correctly. I was like, whoa. So this is all the stuff that I that God was giving me. And I just got up and I that person was sitting there and I'm speaking, I'm speaking all this stuff. And I wrote, you know, what's gonna happen and just a little blurb up there. And that person was like, I didn't even see it like that. Whoa. Yeah. So so I said all that to say is that <clears throat> with that, um, not looking at people of what they've done, but looking at who they can become. Mm -hmm. That I think that's the that's the source of um, that, um, you know, dignity and respect. Piece. Yeah, yeah. Where does where does this this passion you have come from? Like this hunger inside of you, especially. I know now, even right now, we're pretty calm. But like you, you got going when you were talking to us, and like you said, like that was that was the tame part of it too. And I can only imagine, um, you know, like when you get into that full flow mode of just um, preaching and stuff, mm -hmm. but. I kind of have that similar thing too, where you can see like just the hunger in my mm -hmm. eyes and stuff, but I just want to hear from you. Like, where do you think that comes from? 
I think it's just from the Lord. I think it's just been in me. I think it's 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 um it's my makeup. Every, not everybody is made up like us mm-hmm. that have passion. Yeah, and I think um, well, that, that 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 that's interesting that you asked that. That's an interesting question. That's a good question because now my mind and I believe the Lord is giving me something. It's because you can't be passionate about something if you don't believe it. And you can't really believe it. It can't, it can't become revelation if you haven't experienced it. And so because I've experienced it, I believe it. It makes it real to me. And so it's passion. So it, it ignites my passion because I know what all of these things that I know what it can do for a person if they just grab it, mm. if they just believe it. I know what it'll do for you. And so I've seen it manifest in my life. And so, and I believe that's right where you are too, is because you've been through what you've been through. And then when you said, you told me that you weren't the best football player, but you decided to trust the process, separate yourself, to become who you are today and, 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 and be as just a, um, a, a launching pad, not even just who you're going to be. You're, you're just in process. But that's huge because a lot of people don't want to take themselves out the way. I took myself and I removed myself from 3,000 miles away. I separated myself. Mm. I go back now. They think I sound white. And they say, oh, man, you sound white. What? Like, what are you talking about? Right, because I, because I, because I, because I'm trying to speak in a complete sentence, yeah, and all this other bullcrap. But what it does, though, it allows me the capacity to be able to reach different audiences and to be able to speak in a place. Because when I speak in the room with executives and stuff like that, I'm Randy. I'm who I am. Of course, I may clean up a little bit of a few things, but. Other than that, I'm still who I am. I, 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 don't, I don't candy coat anything. Mm-hmm. And, and I have conversations with them. They're like, man, this cat is real. It's like, what are we going to do with this? You know? Um, but, um, yeah, it, it comes because you can't be passionate about something if you don't believe it or you haven't really experienced it. And you don't believe, like, like, like my mother used to say, Randy, you don't believe do the stink, do you? You know, because you know, she said, "You you don't believe it, do you? You don't believe you, you don't believe, man. You you need to stop doing this." But if you were around doo and dog and got a smeared on you, or you stepped you stepped in it and you get in your car, and you're like, "What is that smell?" It's a revelation that the poop is on your foot, and if you're gonna get that smell out of here, you got better go clean it off. So just the revelation of it, just believing, having that experience, mm-hmm. and being exposed. And knowing that it works, that you are so passionate about helping people and wanting to share whatever you learn. Like, like, like there's stuff that I'm learning now. Like today, I was making notes about teachings and sermons and stuff like that. Like, I'm always making notes about things. And um, because it's my experience. It's my experience. I think that's where true passion comes from, man. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's your experience. <clears throat> You know, you experienced it, you believe it, um, and it just it just comes out. The Bible says, 
um, in Proverbs, it says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Oh, wow. So when you, so when you look at that text, so a man thinketh. So it's an idea, something that originates in the mind. So a man thinketh in his heart. So it, so it starts here. Then it, the belief, you know, it's a, it's a thought, it's an idea, it's a, you know, it's, you know, analogy or whatever, but then it resonates in your heart because it's truth. Mm -hmm. And then he says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In another, another um, uh, translation, so it says, so he becomes. Wow. Right? So we got this idea, we got this thing that's going on where I'm exposed to. But I believe now it's truth because of how it's in my heart and what it's done to me. And now so I become. Mm. And so that's that mentoring piece, two or three steps to that. And so, so what we think, what we believe, we act out. And so because I believe it, because I don't have, I mean, I'm believing that God's going to give me at a minimum 80, but the text, the Bible says 70, but I want to, I want to live to a hundred. I want to be a hundred. My great, great granddaddy died at 102. I want to at least live a hundred. I told my wife, I said, if I'm pissing on myself or in a, and you put me in diapers, I don't give a dog on what I want to live. And that's, that's what I want to do. I said, I don't give a dog on. You can do what you want to do. You know, you can just leave me alone. Pissy pants and all. I want to <laughs> live to 100. So, um, but yeah, man, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the passion, I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah it can be in any other way. Yeah, because how can you be passionate about something you don't know? Mm -hmm. no, that's you know? incredible. No, I yeah. couldn't agree more. And I think yeah. even just talking about, like, really, it's like what you're saying with, with the leadership stuff is like who you think you are. Like, you're looking at people for who they can become, and you're trying to get people to believe and who they can become, you know what I mean? And like what we think we are, like the identity is what, like it's our thermostat of our life. Like whatever we think mm. we're worthy mm. of, we're going to get, mm. you know? Mm. That's good. And That's good. I don't know, there's just so much coming up Well, when you're saying this stuff. That's good. So back home, I live right, right next to these hiking trails, right? Like mm -hmm. the outback of Canada. Mm -hmm. And people make these trails, obviously a while back, but I just think especially what you've gone through, it's like the perfect analogy. So these trails are made... But there's a lot of side ones, and especially when we're mountain biking, whatever, there's they, people make their own little jumps, and it that one takes you a completely different path. And it might be like some of the jumps might be broken, it might be totally messed up. But the less you use that, or less you go on that path, the grass grows, you know? Mm. So it's like you you had these paths with, you know, it was not going in the direction you wanted to go, right? And you chose to start going this other way. And you had to trailblaze that first one, right? There, there was a full outback. You know, you had to dig up and make that your own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even when you when you started using again or whatever, it's like that same thing. Grass grew up, but it was still there. So it's so readily available to you, right? Mm -hmm. So you chose to go down that path. But the more you just made this this dirt road a highway, you know, mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. that's really what led you to where you're at now. And yeah. I think even when you were talking about the person in your organization and like you mapped this all out to them and you're saying like, and this is the same thing I talk about my girlfriend with, like mm. there's stuff in both of our past we're not, we're not proud of. And I'm like, you know what? Like it's okay. Like, because our test will be our testimony, you yes, know? Sir. And like, yes, we need to, we yes, need to sir. use that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. just incredible stuff. Yeah. Kind of along the lines of that passion stuff. Like what, 
what things in life fire you up? Like what makes you, when you wake up in the morning, what like excites you? <laughs> oh man. Um, wow. Wow. Um, my dreams. Yeah. A, a person without dream or vision. The, the Bible says, uh, um, uh, people, uh, what is it? Um, without a vision, the yeah, people without, perish. yeah, without a, yeah, without a vision, the people perish. And so, um, it's knowing that, like, yeah, I've got, I still have stuff in me, man. I'm not done. I'm not done by any means. Like, I'm here. Um, I'm the director of campus safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm responsible for thirty thousand students. Um, a billion dollars in assets. Um, um, uh, 5,000, 5,500 employees and all their safety. Um, and I have now 21, I think, what we, I think I'll have 20, 21 staff members that are spread out now. Like, 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 like. And, I, and I'm not done, man. Like, there are people looking at me like, oh, man, that's so awesome, man. You know, you're an officer, and that's like at the pinnacle that, Man, don't you don't don't think that this is just all that's in me. Mm. There's a whole lot to send me. I mean, I got a book, I got I got real estate, I got a couple of businesses, man. I'm like like man, I'm looking forward to oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't sleep. Don't even think that this is like so so that's my passion. Like 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 my passion is like to one day, you know, my wife she loves to uh shop at uh, Macy's online. And she loves buying stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember she used to buy stuff and hurry up and get it in the house and take it out of the box and hang it up so I would see the boxes. Yeah. And then I go in the garage. I'm like, man, what's up with the boxes? You know? Oh, those were there. I'm like, girl, don't be playing with me. <laughs> you know? And so I want her to be able to get up when she wants to get up. And she loves cooking. Man, mm-hmm. she cooks like, oh, my goodness, man. And so I want her to just be able to do what she want to do. Um, I want to come outside. And be able to see my cows, uh, go see my horse, and be able to ride my horse and my grandkids. And I wanna, I wanna, I want my life to be at the end that I got all my family around me. I can see my grandkids. I can see, I can see that I got some dirt that God and gave me some dirt, um, and uh, and that. All the hard work and all the dreams haven't fallen to the ground. Mm. Um, The one thing I heard that was so profound, it says, the grave, I think Bishop T.D. Jake said it, he said the grave is full of unfulfilled dreams and unfulfilled potential that was never tapped into. Wow. And, um, that was scary. Yeah. So, yeah. So, every day I'm looking to do something, man. Mm. Like, for real. Like, every day. Seriously. Like, yeah. Every day. So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. What I carry that capacity to, I want to get back to pastor. I, I want to, I, I told my wife, I said, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. And so my the church that I had was in Moses Lake. And so I'm not affixed to that church anymore. Um, but I am affixed to another one. And so I'm getting ready. Like, 
I'm getting ready right now. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 50 years old, and I, both of my boys are uh, bilingual, and everybody in my house is bilingual. Wow. And I'm getting ready to be bilingual. Like, I'm studying now, just kind of on my own, just doing stuff. And so there's a lot of stuff. Like, I just have so much that I want to do, and I don't have enough, enough freaking time, man. I'm trying every <laughs> day. I'm ready. I'm, yeah. So, um, but, I, but I know that if I manage my time, everything will work out because when you manage your time the only thing that is consistent and that you can count on and that is right 24 hours a day that's God and that's time guarantee that time and God are the only two things that are consistent on time and perfect all day long all day and 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 does, is not going to wait for you Mm-mm. for anything. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep going because mm-hmm. they have vision and they're moving whether you like it or not. For real, man. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm, I don't know, man. I got to... I, I, I really would love to be a, a, a better um, speaker. Um, I don't know if it's an or, orator or whatever. Because I, 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 don't, I don't possess that quality. A lot of people say, oh, man, you speak well. No, I don't. Like, I want to be great. I wish I, I wish I, I listen to people speaking. I'm like, man, I wish I had that. I hear my boss is speaking. I'm like, man, these cats be putting it down. But one day, one day, one day, I'll, I'll, one day I'll be great in that. Yeah, and I'll know exactly the words to say. And sometimes now, you know, there's things that I, I it's like I met somebody or, I know I should remember that thing, but this that one thing. I'm like, what was that? What was his name? What was that? And I'm forgetting it, and I'm just thinking. And so I go back, and I'm like, so why is it sometimes my short-term memory is not as sharp as it used to be? And so at first, I was like, oh, man, I'm getting Alzheimer's, all this stuff. I'm like, nah. And the Lord was like, man, you're crazy. You're not getting, that's not happening. And then I run into someone who's 21, and they're suffering with the same stuff that I was suffering with. I was like, so I wonder, was it the dope? Was it getting the the, the mess kicked out of me when I was younger? With a, and I was getting, they, my, they were kicking me so bad. My hair was ringing like a bell. Um, but God said, you okay, man. You got enough. Don't worry about what everybody else got. You got capacity. Yeah. So, anywho, yeah. Awesome. No, I I love the hung I love the hunger. I couldn't agree more. I'm the same thing. I'm especially right now. I'm at this time where I just was on the whiteboard last night in the locker room, just like writing everything up in my life, and like making sure that come on, come on. you know football's one, but there's so many other things I want to do, and I know yeah. that God has a way bigger plan for me than just catching footballs and scoring touchdowns. You know, come so, on, come on, come on, um, come on, come on. I have a I have an interesting question for you, and I this is this is one I've been waiting to ask. If you could go back. Knowing what you know now, what would you say to your 16-year-old self? I would say, listen to your grandparents. Listen to your granddaddy. Listen to what he said. Um, Trust. Listen to, believe. Believe what they said. Mm. Believe what they said. Because when we're young, we think that 
our parents or 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 the people, our family members, don't want us to have don't want us to have what we think we're missing out on, because they don't want us to do this, they don't want us to do that. Um, but if I could tell them, I would like listen. And for me, that's where my instruction was coming from. And all those things that my granddaddy said, my grandmother said, my mom, I hear those things now, like audibly, like they're they're. I mean, I hear them, and I I. I move on those things, and I, and they are a part of me. Um, listen to them and believe them, because anybody who loves you is not going to tell you to do something that's going to hurt you. Trust the process. Trust the process. Be still. Be still. Trust God more. Yeah. music <laughs> and that come from my granddaddy man he's always playing country music and and he would put us to sleep on it so yeah that's the way we he, he would put us to sleep oh, with wow. country music because it would soothe us and but i couldn't go i couldn't go to school and be like hey man y'all heard that new garth garth brooks or that you know man you heard that new george Strait? they beat me up chased me they're like man who listened to country you know mm-hmm. so um but yeah, but when I got a, of of age, it was like there were certain things that I didn't care, you know. When I started understanding who I am and what makes me happy, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, that's what I would tell them. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. Listen to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they've lived long enough. They know some stuff. Believe them. You know, believe them when they, when they, Maya Angelou says something, she said, when people show you who they are, believe them. So when people show you who they are, believe them. Like my grandparents, my mom, they love me, right? So like, why would they tell me to do something that is not right or yeah. that I wouldn't, that I wouldn't benefit from? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's what I would say because when you're young, you think you know it all. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, and that's, that's unfortunate. And we all, we all find that. We all find ourselves that way where we think we want, oh, you're trying to keep me from my friends or whatever, right? And then my mother said, they're not your friends. She said, boy, ain't none of those people your friends. A friend? You know what a friend is? She said, she said, a friend will be there for you no matter what. They're associates. They're not friends. They don't love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. incredible. To everyone out there, what, what does this world need more of? I'm not going to say love because everybody would say, oh, love. Because love is is weird, right? Because you, because you got you ha, you have a you have a you have a wife that's in an abusive relationship that mm-hmm. believes being being beat is love. Because he says, "Oh, you know, I wouldn't have did that if I would didn't love you." Or, or you know, people have a different perspective of love. Absolutely. Um, but then you have the the actual love, or then you have the actual people believe that if a girl sometimes she feels that that's the only way that she is loved or valued if she spread her legs or she lays down, you know? Um, and men, you know, we, you know, sometimes we feel that's the only way that we think that they love us if they give themselves to us, but that's not necessarily love. And we feel love as if we say it sometimes, but it's not love. I mean, as, you, as you're growing as a man, you know, we, we think, oh, it's love because some, some men, not all, and um, so I think I want to say I think empathy, man. 
and compassion. I, I think I want to put both of those in, in the same place because it causes you to look at what's going on and to try to put yourself in their shoes and, and to consider their plight. Consider the situation first before you make a decision. Yeah, I think so. I think I think that's what it is. Mm. I, would, I would say compassion. Yeah, look at everybody from with a heart of compassion before you start judging. Mm-hmm. But if we have more compassion, um, I think we would have less prisons because. Yeah, I mean that was a situation that was systemic, you know, prisons and stuff, and it began. It's crazy, but now there, it's a culture, and there are some people who deserve to be there because of what because of what they're doing to people. So, but yeah, I would say compassion, empathy. I'll try to go a couple of those together. Mm-hmm. That's what we need more of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get love. Mm-hmm. Then you get the real. And then that equals the real love, which we want to get to. Yeah. But that's what we need more of. No, I think that's yeah. awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So I just before I ask these two last questions, I just want to commend you for everything you're doing. Like I'm looking up at here, fifty fifty schools. Where it's just a lot of stuff going 56 on. Fifty six now. Okay, fifty six. Yeah, fifty six now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was more. Yeah, stuff up there. It's not up there. Yeah. This is outdated. So we, <laughs> they've got it. I told I've been on. I'm like, I need my new map. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just the, I mean the barbecue sauce, the book, you as a father, all the things that you've done. I just want to say you're you're really a force for change. I. I had this receiver on kind of to start this whole podcast off and he gave me this saying that's just stuck with me. And he's, he, he does a lot of stuff in his community, but he says, you know, I looked around and like I wanted change, but if you want change, you got to be the change mm-hmm. and you're being the change. So I just want to commend you for that. Um, Thank you. So the question that I, I love asking people this one, nothing you've done in your life is with you. Everything you've done is, is gone, but you get to leave three things, lessons, uh, yeah, philosophies or ideas to your kids, but nothing else, none of your, none of your legacy, none of the work you've done. All they know you is from these three things. What are those three things that you're leaving Whoa. to them? First thing, um, have faith in God. Trust him. Trust him. Trust him. Trust him. Trust him when you can't even find him when he's not visible you can't hear him mm. trust god have faith in god you know that's him all of that with um the second thing treat people the way you want to be treated yeah yeah treat people you want to be treated the way you want to be treated yeah treat treat everyone with dignity and respect yeah um, third thing, third thing, um, mm, mm, this is good, this is good, this is good, it's not what people say about you, it's what you say about you, it's 
not what people think about you, it's what you think about you. You determine the road. Because I'm a trailblazer by heart. Yeah, you determine mm-hmm. how everything turns out. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to send that to me because I this is just straight hot off the press. You need to send that to me. But you determine what everything looks like. Nobody else. You determine it. No, nobody. You determine what comes, what happens, man. So don't worry about what they say. What are you saying about you? What are you saying? What do you see? I don't care about what they see. What do you see? Woo, man, boy, man. That's heavy right oh, there, yeah. man. That's Woo, some good stuff boy. right there. Yes. Mm. Mm. Woo. <laughs> man. Woo, boy. Yes, sir. Okay. I tell you, that's it, man. No, you, hey, you, I knew you were going to bring the heat. You brought the heat over <laughs> that one. Boy, my goodness. Go ahead, man. I'm going to get no, off because no. I, boy, that's a, Last question. The name of the podcast is the Make It Happen Podcast. What does making it happen mean to you? There's so much stuff going through my mind. I'm telling you, this is, this is <laughs> making it happen. Whoa, that's my life, man. You know, that's my life. Mm. Um, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. You keep moving. You keep moving. Everything that's in your heart, everything that, to make it happen, whatever's in your heart and the things and wish that you want to do and the dreams that you want to accomplish, don't quit. Don't stop. Don't quit. You keep moving forward. So, yeah. 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 Don't quit. Don't stop. Keep moving forward. Mm. That's what I would say. If you're gonna make it happen, yeah, 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 yeah. This, this ain't, this ain't, this type of stuff ain't for chumps. You know, you know, you know. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. You know. And there it is, the second part of the interview with Officer Randy Moore. I hope you guys enjoyed. He is such an incredible human. He's doing such great things for Spokane community. Super grateful for him. Um, Stay tuned for his book. I'm going to be posting a ton of stuff on my social media and his barbecue sauce. (laughs) He's got a bunch of stuff going on just like me. So I'll be posting all his stuff. If you guys want to follow him um, and read that book, it's going to be incredible. Way more stories than he even shared on the podcast, but just incredible stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. The, the ratings and the reviews really, really help, um, especially because it, it allows me to really know what you guys are enjoying and what you guys aren't. And I want to make this for you guys. I love serving and I love hearing the stories of you guys improving your lives and using this information that's given to you. So thank you guys so much. Again, with that being said, make it happen. Out.